You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hurricane Ida made landfall in Louisiana on Sunday, August 29th, 16 years to the day after Hurricane Katrina. Within hours, the Category 4 storm tore down every electrical tower in New Orleans, plunging the city into darkness. And the biggest question on everybody's mind was, will the levees hold this time? The house I grew up in actually backed up to the levee along the Mississippi. And when you live in New Orleans or in South Louisiana, it's really flat. So the levee is the only thing that is like a hill. In the springtime when the water was high, you could see the ships floating by at a level that was obviously higher than your house. Jeff Ami is a reporter at the Associated Press who's been covering Ida, specifically how the levees have been doing. Especially as a child, I had such rock-solid confidence in the river levee that it, it never occurred to me that it could break or that there was some level of danger. And I think that was part of the big shock after Katrina is that people had gotten to where they trusted that this sort of massive system of civil works were going to protect them. Uh, and when it turned out that they didn't, people were really, and there still are people who are really angry and really hurt. So how did the levies perform this time? What, what grade would you give them? The levees held. I would give them an A. So can you give us a quick update on Hurricane Ida? What's the latest news on the storm? Well, Ida is no longer a hurricane. The National Hurricane Center issued its last advisory Tuesday morning. What is left of Ida is projected to move northeast along the Appalachian Mountains over the next few days. There is a rainfall flooding threat throughout that region, and forecasters right now are most worried about northern West Virginia, western Maryland, and southern Pennsylvania and New Jersey. Got it. So it's passed over New Orleans. Yes. The weather is pretty much gone from the part of the Gulf Coast that Ida made landfall on. And just to make sure we're all up to speed, how do levees work exactly? A levee at its most basic is a mound of dirt that is supposed to hold back water. Around the urban area of New Orleans, which is not only the city, there is a ring of levees that is supposed to protect you from both the river and from any other water flooding that you might be in danger from. People have been building levees around New Orleans since basically the dawn of European settlement. The French showed up in 1712, and by 1718, the French colonial government had ordered people to start building a levee along the Mississippi River, trying to hold back the river's normal spring flood from the then very small town of New Orleans. Um, people discovered pretty quickly that you couldn't trust your neighbor to <laughs> do their levee maintenance and keep their levee up to snuff. And if their levee didn't work, you were going to get flooded anyway. 
So levy boards and other local governments took over. Then came the flood of 1927, and the federal government, led by the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers, stepped in in a big way to start building levees. Right. So, so jumping back to 2005, what went wrong with the levees during Katrina? Really, a, a bunch of different things went wrong. First, you have to think about that Katrina was a really big storm and pushed a great deal of water. Maybe more water, a bigger storm surge than has ever been experienced in the history of mm. European settlement. There were engineering problems, especially along flood walls, which are basically walls of cast concrete or other hard material that were built in places where you didn't have enough room to build the giant earthen hill of a levee. And a number of those flood walls collapsed. And the parts of New Orleans that tourists think of as New Orleans, mm -hmm. that was the main contributor to flooding. In the eastern section of the city and in St. Bernard Parish, which is a suburb downriver from New Orleans, the levees were just too low and there was just too much water. And those were the main issues as to why New Orleans flooded in Katrina. So since then, there's been a lot of advancements to the levees. How do these 2021 levees differ from the ones back during Katrina? The Army Corps of Engineers has spent $14.5 billion since Katrina to strengthen levees around New Orleans. It's called the Hurricane and Storm Damage Risk Reduction System. They moved pumping stations out to the lakefront on Lake Pontchartrain, which basically shortened the line of defense. Those flood walls are no longer really holding back storm surge. They built a lot of structures in places where tourists mm -hmm. and even residents can't see. Mm -hmm. um, I have a friend who works for the Army Corps of Engineers in New Orleans, and one of her assignments after Katrina was to find some place in Mississippi where you could mine train loads of clay to take back to New Orleans to build levees. Um, wow. The Corps of Engineers built a giant concrete and steel wall, which is called the Inner Harbor Navigation Canal Surge Barrier. Wow, who names uh, these things? <laughs> uh, well, you know, it's the government bureaucrats. But uh, some people call that the, quote, Great Wall of Louisiana. Mm. Uh, it is a wall that is at the head of Lake Bourne, which is meant to cut off surge coming up the Mississippi River Gulf Outlet, which is locally called Mr. Go. The Mississippi River Gulf Outlet was a shipping canal that was built after World War II and was meant to be a shortcut for ocean-going ships to the Gulf of Mexico. Mm -hmm. It turns out that it was never really that well used by ships, but it did turn into a super high ray for hurricane surge. There was a lot of saltwater intrusion into what had been freshwater swamps. That protective marshland and those cypress forests died off. And it just was a way that water could get up into the central core of urban New Orleans that turned out to be really dangerous. They built the wall, and they also dumped a rock dike across the Mississippi River Gulf outlet to stop that avenue for surge. There were a number of other very expensive structures that were built. They also did drainage work on both the East and the West Bank as part of this effort. So except for two or three drainage projects, all of that work is complete. Okay, so they've done all of these 
improvements and the levees are holding. Um, but what happens as storm systems, you know, get more powerful as climate change accelerates? You know, will, will these levees be able to stand up over time? That is an open question. And it turns out that Southeast Louisiana has actually other problems besides climate change. One that we have already talked about with the Mississippi River Gulf Outlet is, is wetland loss. Right. Because People cut so many canals through wetlands. They have invited salt water into many what had formerly been brackish or freshwater wetlands. Many of them have died off. And those wetlands provided a protective ring around the city that was not a, it did not perfectly absorb storm surge, but it did slow it down. Um, and there is a lot of concern that sort of the Gulf of Mexico is eventually going to be at New Orleans's doorstep. The other issue that New Orleans and Southeast Louisiana has is the land is sinking. The Mississippi River, the weight of the silt that it brings down is actually pressing down the continental plate. So you have wetland loss, you have sinking land, and you have rising sea level because of climate change. And yes, you have concerns that there are going to be more and powerful hurricanes. So you have all these bad things that are piled up. The good news thus far is that people are alert to that danger. The Corps of Engineers just this year has issued a report trying to study what they need to do to raise the main system of levees so that they will remain effective through 2078. And so they project that they need to spend $1.7 billion to raise the height of 99 miles worth of levees to maintain the same level of protection that the system is supposed to provide which is it's supposed to protect against a one-in-a-hundred-year storm. Thanks so much, Jeff. It's been great. Thanks. I'm Ronnie Mola, and this is Recode Daily. This episode was produced by Sophie Lalonde and engineered by Paul Robert Mounsey. Don't forget to check out our show notes for links to Jeff's coverage of Hurricane Ida and additional resources. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.